Hey, this is Ranisha. And this is Lee Prop the General. And you're listening to Classical Trashy Podcast Radio. How you guys doing? I hope you had a great yeah. Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. We here. We got another episode. Classical Trashy Podcast Radio, season one, episode fourteen. How you doing tonight, Libra? I'm doing great. How you doing, Ranisha? Can't complain. That sounds like a checkmate win, win formula for us, you know what I'm saying? Alright, y'all, we're going to jump right into it. Classic or trash it, topic of the week. Is it classic or should we trash artists that don't write, write their, their own, own music? music. Woo. So it hit Lee Prop different, so we'll let him start. Alright, um... Yeah, it hit me different, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, I'll start off by saying that most artists in the game pride themselves or originally pride themselves, prided themselves on writing their own music. Um, you mean back in the day? No. You're talking about today? Even to current days, people will profess that the rhymes that they spit, they created them. Um, another thing that people will profess is that they are freestyling off the top of the dome, and they are not freestyling off the top of the dome. Yeah. But I knew people was doing that ever since BET Rap City the Basement. Fact. That motherfuckers won't goddamn spit no freestyle off the top of the dome because it sounded too put together. Niggas was hurt when they made a mistake, and when you know if you freestyling. It is not uncommon to make a mistake. Right. It's called freestyling because you make a mistake and keep it going. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a master freestyler myself. So, you know what I'm saying? I definitely can tell when somebody is freestyling or when they're not freestyling. Because it's an art to that. You know what I'm saying? But um, to stay on subject, you know what I'm saying? Like most artists pride themselves in being able to say that they write their own music. You know what I'm saying? Any artist... In the rap game, song in the in the songwriting game, um, R and B game, country, whatever whatever lane you want to go in, like they pride themselves off of being a genuine and authentic themselves. You know what I'm saying? So to discover that a lot of these people that you genuinely and authentically drew attraction to are not even genuinely or authentically writing these tracks would disturb a lot of fans, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I went and looked at a few um, artists that had song, that, uh, high, high, um, prestigious artists that I thought would never have anybody touch the pen except for themselves, and they done had three and four and five ghostwriters, some of them, you know what I'm saying? Um... Of course, you know, Drake is infamous with um, Quentin Miller, you know what I'm saying, for letting him write all his rhymes when he was destroying motherfuckers. Quentin Miller was writing that goddamn poetic smooth shit and destroying niggas at the same time type shit he was spitting, you know what I'm saying. And that's why if you listen to his music now and you listen to it then, if you're a real um, composer or a real writer, you can hear the difference. You can hear the drastic change in how he went from lyrically dissecting people to he went back to harmonize. He started off harmonizing at first, then Quentin Miller came in and he was destroying shit, you know what I'm saying? We almost thought he was gangster for a minute, you know what I'm saying? That's how bad Quentin Miller was killing the tracks with the pen, you know what I'm saying? And it's like after a while, you know what I'm saying, he he ran they um 
Meek Mills exposed him. And, of course, you know what I'm saying, Quentin Miller got lost in the rapture, and you can hear the difference in, in Drake flow, you know what I'm saying? Granted, Drake is a top-tier artist, so he, he already have a solid fan base, so nobody's going to really stray away from him. And he's not whack with his delivery or some of his own bars, I'm pretty sure he can create. So I'm pretty sure he still will be able to maintain the fan base, but that was that was a damaging blow to him. Um, and any artists I seen Jay Z and a whole host of other people, Beyonce and whoever else you can think of that will write the top hits that they then sung in or rapped in the past five to ten years, you'll be surprised to know that a lot of people wrote those songs for them, you know what I'm saying? Um, one personally that I've been following myself and r- realized and recognized the similarities in their songwriting abilities and their patterns and melodies, I recognize the close similarity in, in their delivery and their music and and so many other artists that it, it 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 shocked me and alarmed me as a writer and I knew for a fact without a shadow of a doubt that this person was a was an important was a great writer. This is an infamous writer right here. And um the guy's name is Eric Bellinger. You know what I'm saying? Eric Bellinger that wrote songs for everybody from Chris Brown to whoever your favorite artist is. You know what I'm saying? Probably one of the latest hits. You know what I'm saying? And the mix of a shuffle was wrote by Eric Bellinger. You know what I'm saying? He a talented dude. He sing. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot. So he do a lot. I mean, it's R&B music he doing. You know what I'm saying? He talented. Um, if you listen to his music, you can hear a, a strong. But they said he was close friends with Chris Song. I mean Chris Brown. I say Chris Songs. <laughs> he was he was a close friends with Chris Brown. So a lot of Chris. I heard every time I heard Eric Bellinger, I heard like Chris ba- Chris Brown. But that's only because him and Chris Brown were close friends, and a lot of his music he sold to Chris Brown, or he wrote for Chris Brown. How he written for Chris Brown? How you want to say that? You know what I'm saying, and um. When you hear the way he delivered his, you know what I'm saying, his melodies and, and the way his cadences is delivered, you can tell that he wrote for um, Trey songs and um, Chris Brown. You can you can literally hear it in his in his voice. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it, like I said, it's shocking to know that a lot of these MCs and these R&B singers that you thought were authentic and genuinely and could proclaim to themselves and everybody else or profess it that they was crafted if you because that's what they be saying talented crafted seasoned whatever you want to nice there's so many words they use to describe itself but a lot of those words pardon me a lot of those words are based around the authenticity of the original artist and is like i said it's disturbing to come to find out a lot of these artists are not even creating their own material, you know what I'm saying, and that goes, and I don't mean to go off subject, but it also boils down into the comedy world as well, I heard a lot of the flack that Kevin Hart was getting for being one of the top comedians of the um, past year or five years, however you want to call it, Um, a lot of the back flack he got from that was being the fact that he does not produce his own um, material. He have a group of um, comedians that go around and they go to the local low-budget comedy run, comedy circuit, and they sit down and they catch and write all the good jokes and 
take notes and they use that for um Kevin Hart. They screen it, they filter it, they got a process whole system in the cycle. Even the minute they got several people that do this for him, so it's like he's not even creating a lot of his own raw a lot of this material we hear from Kevin Hart is not even authentic. And that's why a lot of people got a problem with him on top of the fact of a whole bunch of other issues they have with him, per some personal, some not. So basically what you're saying is it's not it's trash because you're not being creative, and no. that's part of being an artist. It's trash because you're not being authentic, and that's okay. part of being an artist. A part of being an artist is being the one that created the art. Right. And it's like these people are saying they're artists, but they're not creating the art, and that doesn't make sense. That's like Picasso not being the person that painted the picture that his name is signed on. You, you feel what I'm right. saying? Right. Like, and that's what's going on. It's like very deceptive. Um, it's a, I agree that it's probably a smart business strategy for the people over top of the individual artists. Before the individual artists themselves, that's like a very bad thing because it's like you're not even, we can't even trust you anymore because you're not even who you say you are. Those, those That pain we felt when we heard you hit that note. That's not even your pain. Yeah, but naturally, I mean, I guess I bounce off and I, I agree, but a lot, like you said, a lot of your artists, they didn't write their own songs. I mean, the who's who, Lauren, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Neo wrote for them, like all of them. So, I mean, it's just coming to the forefront. To me, it's kind of like lip syncing. It's like a lot of people been lip syncing. Janet Jackson been lip syncing her whole career because it's it's possible, but it's very tedious work to be able to perform at that high level and sing. And there's nothing wrong with it because she's talented. We know she can sing. We know she can dance. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I guess it's like a business thing. But as far as writing the music, that's different. And I do feel like you should be writing your own music and performing it. Yeah, it's just like because it's just, when you hit those it's, notes, it comes from a place. Yeah, but well, like I it said, when you hit those notes and yeah. when people associate those notes with the pain you went through and just to realize it's not your pain or that's not your life, a lot of people, and I don't know if uh, people know this, but a lot of artists, fans do not come from their music. It comes from the direct connection that the individual or the fan, said fan has with the with artist, song, from, yeah. no, not the song, with the individual artists. A lot of these people feel like they know these people. People feel like people like Lil Boosie because they think they know Lil Boosie. They I don't think tell so. You, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. That's I think not I, why I like. I'm gonna I'm I'm disagree with you because I'm gonna tell you like this: Lil Boosie is not an MC. I can agree. He's not an MC. I think he's, he's not. An a, he's not a very good rapper. I either. think he's an entertainer. Because but, I've seen but you know him why? Live, but you know he why? Puts on the show. But you know why you he's only entertaining you because you believe that what he's saying is authentic and nothing. No, else. that's not why. When he perform, he he make a crowd move. He can make the crowd. I mean, but how you can, how you making the crowd move if you're an artist and you don't have good lyrics? Because of your other talent. I mean, he's still dancing. He still got his entourage. They're still feeling the beat. He's still riding the wave. It. I mean, he's still fly on stage. So it's other things. I mean, they're not just coming to say, oh, I want to hear this one song. No, they want to see Labusi. They don't care well, how do short he is. They don't... 
Because they like his. They like his style. I mean, they like him as an artist. No, they like Labusi because, I mean, I'm telling you, this is what I know for a fact. I, I mean, I'm I curious mean, I, to know I, I because still, I like him and your reason see, is not why I like him. I mean, it is. People, but see, but this is the thing about maybe your reason personally, you may not agree with that because you may have, you may have become, you, have, you may have become a fan of Labusi from watching or listening to other people listen to him, and then you heard him through that grapevine. But I heard him on the radio, and oh, then I seen him perform in Richmond at the um, Altria Theater. And what song did you hear? This is when he first came out. He performed everything. Watch My Shoes, Zoom, like everything that was on the radio. He performed live. What made, what made you like his music? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I didn't like him at first, but I did. I don't know. I started liking the song. I, I like the beat, and I just like, I don't know. It's like he giving me southern, like southern gangster. I don't know if that makes any that's sense. That's, see, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. He's giving me see, some see, type of vibe, uh, so I'm vibing see, with him. <clears throat> see, this is where I was going, people. I wanted her to say that. She didn't know that, but I wanted her to say that. I wanted her to say that a lot of the majority of the reason why people like Boosie is because of his gangster persona. Now, the only way that you can incorporate a gangster persona in the music industry is if you have a direct connection or if you feel as if you have a direct connection or belief with that person. Because in reality, a gangster persona has nothing to do with the making of a song, the music, or its lyrics. So the connection that people draw with these artists—that's why I said he was an entertainer. Yeah, though. I mean, but I know, but I'm saying, and I, and I respect that. But in reality, his the part that entertained you is the fact that outside of him, yeah, outside of him making music, he said he's a gangster and he's dropping gangster music. So. You gotta feel that. Know what I'm saying? If you if you feel like if you didn't seen a gangster, or you thought about being a gangster or any of that, like that's the type you want to hear that, cause that's what that's how that's the image he gave off. Now you get a direct connection with Boosie. Know what I'm saying? I me honestly, know what I'm saying I'm not a big Boosie fan like that, but just from me respecting Boosie gangster, I know he from Baton Rouge. Know what I'm saying? I know he from South Baton Rouge. I know they don't play on them side of the tracks. You know what I'm saying? I know he had a whole problem on there. I'm not that deep into it. I know like, he respect me, me neither. But it doesn't matter. Me neither. It's not about not. that. But it's, yeah. it's like you said, it's the gangster image. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's part I of like his gangster. That's part I of his gangster. To the words what he say, it's like but that's because it's on some gangster shit. Like, yeah, it's relatable. That's why I say you feel like you got a connection. That that goes. But you just proved my point. Like. She feel like she has a connection with Boosie because he not, said this Boosie is not said, about Boosie. Look, this Boosie, is not about Boosie. <laughs> Boosie said, "Do what you do, but wash his motherfucking shoes." That's gangster shit. But so it's not. That, but that song like, wasn't just him. Look, and that song wasn't. It was Trill know, Fam. Trill Fam made like, that song though. That's not a bar. That's like some old it's gangster some shit. Music. Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's some gangster music. shit. That's some shit you get a motherfucking head rock to. That ain't really. No uh, shit, you supposed to be pacing on like the track. Boosie, so he's nah, this is trash. Nah, I mean Boosie, I right, with me like I Boosie got so many hits that I fuck with. I can't say I don't like him, but he just not he ain't my favorite artist. You know what I'm saying? But 
I know what I'm saying. He tired. Okay, so I respect you basically Boosie. saying okay. I'm saying I respect Boosie because I, I heard he was a gangster, let's and I respect Boosie. his gangster. I draw the connection with that. about Boosie. It's not about him. Let's switch it up. Okay, so let's see. Okay, because I want to make sure I do it. Okay, you like Beyonce music? Yeah. Me, uh, matter of fact, I'm sorry. No, I don't like Beyonce music. Okay. Wow. Well, okay. For example, Jay-Z. Okay. I know this is not the best example, but I'll finish. Jay-Z is featured on one of Neo's songs. Jay-Z is rapping. But Neo wrote the rap. So... Jay-Z is trash because of that? Exactly. If you disagree, let us know. And then, hold on. The phone me... number is 804-596-9257. Now, let me... Okay, so she... she so I'm, I'm going to tell you what really happened. What happened was she got so much of a direct gangster connection with Boosie she stopped letting me say what I had to say because that's why we got stuck on Boozy. Because it's like, you're making it about Boozy. It won't about Boozy. You're like, making it about Look, it won't Boosie. about Boozy. Hold on, let me finish. Hey, you went back. So, because I have to start. So we're back. Because I have to start with Boozy so I can get back to where I was going. Okay. Boozy gangster is so respected that when I mention Boozy's name and start saying I didn't respect his artistry, she won't really hearing that. No, you was right. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish because you, okay. because you see how you stepping up, you stepping, you a stepper for Boosie right now. You stepping, man. I'm a Shout out to stepper. my nigga Boosie. <laughs> Shout you out got to the Boosie steppers, the see, BS. He just shot a video of Richmond, you know what I'm saying, right the south side of the Cater, but you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Boosie. It's not even about that. Boosie worked hard to get official, to where he is, and she's stepping on. She's a Boosie stepper. He like, worked hard, Boosie, just like other people. It's like. You are saying well, you Michael Jackson is whack because and Neo you call them boosted steppers. Shot, come make sure you shout right. me out. If you're a boosted stepper, it's all love, it's all respect. I'm if you're a boosted stepper, just comment BS. I respect your gangster and I fuck with some of your music. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's a G. I'm a boosted stepper, but it's still not about that. I, know, I just so love you about to finish? ride. Go ahead and ride the boosted wave. She is stepping for you right now, my gangster. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. She's stopping for you, my nigga. I can't even. We gonna give him his five minutes of speak, boosty fame. Go ahead, baby. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna start it back off by saying shout out to my nigga Boosty. I respect his gangster and I respect his grind. I didn't say that. I respect his grind and I fuck with enough of his music to know that I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I said. If if I was picking artists, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a I'm a MC, so I ain't gonna pick Boosty. But like on some G shit, if I'm on some G shit. Boosie one of the, my top niggas, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? But I be on my lyrics and shit, so I ain't gonna really, I, I couldn't get at him. You just called that boy trash. Come on now. I didn't call him trash. Like, don't do that. That's you said that was trash. What what I said was trash? The fact, you said that Boosie was trash. I never said Boosie was trash. Alright. <laughs> That's how hard she's stepping for you, Boosie. Right. <laughs> I hope niggas be running this shit and see I never... I never told you it was trash, my nigga. No, <laughs> she's stepping so hard. What I took away from that Look, is a boost. She's stepping so hard. Like, she putting the pressure on me, my nigga. This fourth quarter pressure right here I'm going through. But, yeah, let me speed it up and get let me get past what I was saying. Come on, because we got to lighten that a little. Shout out to Boosie Gangster and all that good shit. What I was saying was most artists have a direct connection with their fans. 
Like you stepping for Boosie, most artists feel like they know the fans. I mean, they they I mean most fans feel like they know the artist, so you cannot disrespect the artist because they feel like they have a personal connection. Most artists sell most of their tickets not because they make good music or because they're the nicest MC in the game or because they bringing something new to the game. A lot of these artists are selling music because when you go listen to their lyrics and then you go look at where they was raised at and when you see the type of shit they was on, you're like, oh, this nigga Boosie said he from this side of the tracks. He busting niggas here. He not playing with niggas. And then you go... Check his background and go see where he was raised. And he's like, oh, it's gutter out there. And niggas got stepped on. And you know what I'm saying? He a stepper and he, he, he ranked up. You know what I'm saying? You go see that shit. Now when you go play his music, you like, oh, this the this the motherfucking nigga right here. Now it ain't all about whether or not he own beat. If every word clear. If everything he's saying got a metaphor or a simile. Or is he hitting niggas with punchlines. Or is his delivery on point. Or is he speaking clear like... All that don't matter. All you all you checking for is to see if he's saying that street gutter shit that he said on the last album or the album before that or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You want to hear that? You want to hear him talking about bitches or whatever he's going through because you know that's boozy. You know what I'm saying? You know boozy. You know what type of struggle he go through. Like he made, he made his name off of that direct connection with the fans going through the struggle. Like a lot of the fans he linked up with won't because... He was killing the track, which he was making good music, but it was like his did direct connection with Boosie. Like Boosie, like a, I guess he like one of the few genuine street niggas left in the game where you can really be like, damn, dude, look like he out in the field somewhere or he holding shit down. He ranked up. He might he ain't in the field no more. He just ranked up. He might stop on the nigga if he want to, but he he already. You know what I'm saying like he really lived what he talked about. For a lot of this music shit. Niggas is basing that shit off niggas being authentic. Being authentic. If niggas thought Boosie won't really live in that shit, that he rapping, a lot of the people wouldn't have that same connection with him. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these artists, like, I don't even want to be throwing everybody's name out there, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of these artists, you know what I'm saying? They not lyricists, man. Like, that's just the facts. You know what I'm saying? They not lyricists, so... And my fact, I'm not even going to name nobody because it ain't even about no disrespect, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just about the fact that niggas is not lyricists no more, you know what I'm saying? So, niggas, is, niggas got a direct connection with niggas. You feel like a nigga stepping or a nigga from this gang and you know that gang or you heard of that gang or you know that set or you know that side or you know that squad, you heard about that city and you know it's real out there. It ain't necessarily about if he's spitting bars, he on point and all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's the authenticity. Niggas... Ain't really authentic. Niggas ain't really authentic no more. They, they rhymes is borrowed and created from somebody else. So now you don't even know if you're really dealing with the person that you thought you was dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And that's trash. Like you, you've been fucking with a fraud. Like I mean, that, that's just my personal opinion with that. You know what I'm saying? And that goes now. I can go back and say I give Boosie credit for the fact that I do. Believe that that shit he talking about he living out and that's why I that's why that's what the, the fuck what I got for him That's where they come from. I feel like he living that G shit or he didn't live that G shit He talking about but like a lot of these artists um, Come to find out and that's why he always say he a real nigga and this and that because a lot of these niggas not making their own music and writing their own lyrics and they're not living that shit they talking so it's like You not a real you not real you know what I'm saying and it's like 
that's trash, man. You know what I'm saying? That's trash. So, like I said, so I give respect to him and props to him for that. So at least he living this shit. He's spitting like, and that's his lyrics. Like niggas ain't even writing their own lyrics, and that's that's trash. That's trash. Cause if I thought you was going through this pain and you ain't going through this pain, and that's just whack. If I thought that was you and that ain't that ain't you hitting that note. That ain't your pain. Like, I I don't know. Like, I, that shit hit me a different way being a writer. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm glad you let me tip it off. But I think I'll just end my, I end my, you know what I'm saying? My decision was saying that that shit is trash. And most artists base their shit off being authentic. And these niggas are not authentic. If somebody that was writing this shit, you can't be. That's not the real you. That's not even what you would say on the beat. Because you didn't write it. Okay, there you have it. It's trash to Lee Prop. Trash, trash, trash. In my opinion, I I don't want to say it's classic, and I don't want to say it's trash. I want to say... Hold on, hold on. The name of the show is Classic or Trash, ma'am. You are going to say classic or trash. <laughs> You're not ready to do me like... What's going on? Bus. What's happening now is he's upset because I'm a boost and stuff. Stop, stop. Yeah, she stopped. She stopped so, on me because I made a decision. I just was okay. speaking. So. I let him say what he needed to say. And he's still, he's still going. Talk your shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if I have to pick, and since it's true for there. Okay, that's true for there. <laughs> she stabbing for you so hard right now, my nigga. Like, oh, okay. So, okay. I would say. Then I would say it's classic. Hear me out. Because if it's a person who is up there performing and got you fooled, that's not their fault. If. They sound good. They sound good. If, I mean, the greatest, you don't understand. It's a lot of classics. Even Whitney Houston. It is a lot. There were some people named Millie Vanilli. Then they take all they, they took all they shit back and they found out the niggas was lip singing. I think writing your own lyrics is worse than lip caught. Well, I don't think she's, there's no footage of her being caught, but people know she lip syncs. Like, everybody in the industry knows. But Sorry, at Danny. least those some of her songs, those her songs she's singing though. Like, do we know she wrote those songs? Niggas... Because Neo wrote for her brother. So do we yeah, know that we she wrote her song? Know. All right, so we have to do our research. That's why I said trash some of this shit right now. Now he wanna trash it because he don't wanna do his research. No, I've been saying trash. You need to do I your mean, research. If you trash. like the song and you like the artist, you need to make sure they wrote it because the credits it's online. I feel like that's trash. If the song said about Mariah that's Curry trash. and Mariah Curry ain't writing I'm pretty sure Mariah did trash. not write all of her music. I mean, that's why I'm that's And I'm she's, she's caught lip syncing. Yeah. And caught singing horribly. So. Yeah, trash. I mean, that shit is trash now. You know what I'm saying? I think if, hey, that, use that, what you got to get what you trash. want. If you can do it and people think it's your song and they find out later it wasn't your song and they feel some type of way or whatever, personal problem. Mm. Classic. Be inspired. The quote of the day. I'll let you tip it off so you can release some fumes. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna cool me down a little bit. Okay. This is the quote of the day. You know what I'm saying? It was written by yours truly. <laughs> no enthusiasm. The general. <laughs> What's your enthusiasm? Dude, stop it, no, Lord. Like pray for me. Like dude, this is stop. 
if you guys agree with me, stuff. please just comment. BS for Boosting Steppers in the comments. If y'all agree with me, man, just just um type comment in, and, type in pray for me, you know what I'm saying? Okay, come and pray for or me. Call, call in and say pray for me and tell why you gotta pray for me, man, because it was it was tough for me. To it die. was a tough show, man. No, it's I'm a sorry. tough show tonight, but you know, we gotta do it. We gotta cover some tough topics. If you have a topic you wanna hear, please send it in to classic or trash it eight oh four at gmail.com. And it's all love, too badass, man. She just she threw me under the bus, my dog. But all right, we're looking to get to the quote of the day. Be inspired, you know what I'm saying? It's the quote of the day is by yours truly, the Proctor General. I time and date all my quotes. This one was written um, at 3.10 a.m. on January 4th, 2019. I got shit dating back all the way to like 2012, some old crazy shit like that. I've been doing this shit for a long time. I'm ready to start releasing my writings and shit in the near future, probably the, um, the second half of um, 2020 after I released my music in the first quarter or start releasing music, so stay tuned for all of that. Um, the name of, I said the name of this track, <laughs> you know, I'll <laughs> be working, fellas, you know what I'm saying, family, don't, don't mind me. Alright, um, Lee Prop, the general quarter of the day, um, 3.10 a.m., 1.4, you know what I'm saying? 2019, ignorance is a form of self-destruction. Please elaborate. Ignorance is a form of self-destruction. Um, when you don't know fire burn, you will touch it and you will burn your goddamn fingers off. And if you don't understand that fire is burned, I mean, it's high after you touch it the first time, you will continue to touch fire. And ultimately, you will continue to get burned. That's a form of self-destruction. Um, you can know it's a cliff ahead of you and still run top speed or keep driving knowing that you're going to crash or you're going to go off a cliff. That's a form of self-destruction. You know what's going on. You're being ignorant. I'm saying ignorance is very harmful to you. And I was just speaking on the metaphorical term for all stuff that can physically happen to you. You can also be ignorant in the form of a menti mental status where you could be thinking and um, saying and doing dumb stuff that is ultimately detrimental or harmful to your thought process and your intellect. Um, most times people don't understand um, a, a key factor in your physical actions being carried out is your mentality. So if you're thinking on a positive and an intellectual and creative and smart level, you'll be able to carry things out as such. When you're thinking in an ignorant, negative, and derogative form, uh, um, unwise form, um, your results will be as such. So that's pretty much what I'm saying. Ignorance is a form of self-destruction. Um, when you're being ignorant, you can more than likely hurt yourself versus helping yourself. Um, I would deem that as a fact. Okay, I agree. I love the quote. It's deep, even though it's simple, it has some depth to it. So I can appreciate this quote. You did a great job, Lee Brock. Well, thank you. Next, we have the classic of the week. It's coming from Lee Prop the G. The name of the track is Pop Tags. This track was also played as the intro tonight to Classic or Trash It. You can check that out on our Facebook page under the group Classic or Trash It. 
Okay, so let me know if y'all rocking with this. Um, I'm no different than anybody else. They make the class go to weekless. You tell me you like it or you tell me you don't. You tell me it's trash or you tell me it's a classic. Let's go. Pop tags.
tone it down a little bit and just walk with y'all with the lyrics. So, you know what I'm saying? Kind of explain what I was talking about as an MC. See how I walk the bars down. You can connect the bass her bars and melodies and shit in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I was saying. Like, you don't really know me, you might vibe with that. But like, if you do it on a personal level, you might fuck with it a little bit more. The MCs is dropping his music, they got a direct connection with their fans. So, that's the, that's the connection they got. They, you go read their autobiography, you go look at their documentary, you go learn something about the artist, and you realize that you got a connection, you can draw similarities with yourself that you see in the artist, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to work on that visual and all that type image, you know what I'm saying? Marketing the stuff for myself, you know what I'm saying? So people can see and draw that connection with me as well, so it'll be easy for me to have boosted stuff as the stuff for me, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lean Prop the General. Shout he wanted to go back and forth, but the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show, too. The show is over. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Lee Parker General, follow me. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please tune in each and every week. Actually, we go. We record about three times a week, so make sure you keep posted. Yeah, we we got some catch up. We got some catch up to do. So, you know what I'm saying, fuck with us. You know what I'm saying, same time, same place. Much love. It's been nice. Peace.